The damaging nationwide outage at Optus, which claimed the career of CEO Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin, is now the corporate case study on data resilience and what happens when companies are fully prepared for a crisis. But there are now broader concerns about other companies. With a survey out this morning from the Governance Institute, which warns a startling two-thirds of company boards don't understand the data challenges. I'm joined this morning by the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, what does this survey tell us about the complac- uh, complacency on company boards? Well, uh, good morning, Brendan. The uh, timing's uh, pretty important here because this survey comes as the federal government's in the process of rolling out a new $600 million cybersecurity strategy to counter cyber attacks, ransomware attacks by state-sponsored hackers and crime gangs, uh, which we saw late last year with Optus and Medibank. Now that the Governance Institute, which is the professional body for risk management professionals, senior executives and independent directors who sit on company boards, it surveyed 345 senior executives who report to boards that are meant to be there to oversee and protect risk and reputation. But the survey suggests the company boards are often flat-footed. Uh, the survey is showing 60% don't have an understanding of the current governance challenges around protecting data, cyber attacks, outages, also new technologies like AI. And more than half of these organisations don't have a governance framework on data protection to roll out uh, during a cyber crisis. And a third don't have data governance on their risk register. So it's all pretty concerning given uh, the backdrop of the outage at Optus and then last year, uh, the cyber attacks at Optus and Medibank Private and just a few weeks ago, DP World. Governance Institute Chief Executive Megan Motto says alarm bells should be ringing. Boards and and organisations are acutely aware of the dangers of cybersecurity and the need for data governance, but they don't know where to start and they're generally speaking pretty unprepared. But gee whiz, we've got a long way to go because a lot of businesses are generally speaking pretty underprepared. And the outage at Optus really has created a sharp focus, but this is showing that some boards don't even have this sort of risk on the register. Yeah, that's right. So uh, 58% don't believe that the board has a sufficient understanding of the current data governance challenges, and uh, 51% felt that that was because of a lack of technology skills on the board. And that's not to say that we need all directors to be you know, deep data technicians, but directors do need a level of digital and data literacy in the same way that they are expected to have financial literacy or legal literacy. It's not enough for a director to sit back and say, well, we've got one expert on the board, so we'll leave the decision making up to that person. That's not adequate. And the outage at Optus has really shown that company boards and the chief executives and senior executives really need to think about the damage that these sort of outages can cause if there's not the right planning. Indeed, because it's not a matter of if you're going to be breached. It's a matter of when. We know large organisations have thousands of attacks a day. Uh, And so all organisations 
are not going to be completely bulletproof in, into the future. What we need to make sure is that the right conversations and frameworks are in place so that we know when we do have some sort of breach, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to respond? Who needs to be part of the decision-making process? How are we going to prepare ourselves with the right information that is really going to come to us fast to make the right decisions at the right points in time? And of course, most people think that big companies would have the best resilience and the best planning, but the case of Optus has shown that that's not necessarily the case. Yes, I have to say that it's not necessarily based on the size of your organisation or the amount of resources that you have. It's based on the proactivity of the board. This, you know, Once again, the tone starts at the top, but we do have a community expectation that they have the wherewithal to communicate quickly and we have an expectation that ethically they'll be reporting on those breaches to those people whose personal information has been exposed, but also to the government and regulators as well. So there's a really heightened expectation on those large and sophisticated organisations. Megan Motto, Chief Executive of Governance Institute, with speaking there with the ABC's Peter Ryan. Peter, just on the Optus outage, and now its chief rival, Telstra, says its triple O emergency services was working fine when Optus went down. Yeah, that's right. Look, we've got this uh, Senate inquiry underway into the Optus outage. We saw a lot of action on that last Friday, possibly Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin's last appearance in public for a little while. But Telstra's made a submission to this inquiry saying that its triple zero service ran without fault during the Optus outage. Now, Telstra runs what's known as the emergency service answer points around the country for triple zero, which is meant to be the backup to ensure that everything running. But Telstra is now saying that it shouldn't be forced to share its own network with rivals like Optus during crisis because it's just way too complex, it's too risky and it's too expensive. There's also, speaking of data concerns, is there any further news on whether Gladys Berejiklian might be in line to replace Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin as Optus's chief executive? Well, Brenda, this unsourced speculation continues, but it just seems unlikely given the overhang of the New South Wales Independent Anti-Corruption Commission and those uh, corruption findings which Gladys Berejiklian's appealing. It's probably more likely that Optus's owner in Singapore will be wanting a new CEO who's not associated with the current crisis or Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin to take over. Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin, Gladys Berejiklian, known to be close. Um, it's thought Ms Berejiklian would not want to put herself up for something that would possibly draw even more negative attention to Optus or to apply for a job she's not assured of. And uh, as Optus rebuilds its reputation, the Berejiklian option does seem a bridge too far and may maybe a major barrier when Singtel, Optus's own, is seeking evolution after revolution. So um, unless Gladys Berejiklian is uh, remarkably cleared by the New South Wales ICAC in the coming months, it would just seem to be a little bit unlikely. And just before we go, I yep. wanted to note something that is incredibly significant for the world, but also for people who grew up in the 60s. I'm a child of the 60s, but on this day, 60 years ago, the 22nd of November 1963, John F. Kennedy assassinated as US president in Dallas, Texas. Incredibly significant. People like me have stories about our parents telling us where they were when it happened. Everyone knows where they were. No doubt you'll be speaking about this later on this morning, but a very significant day in world history. Yeah, significant indeed. We'll have more on that throughout the day here on ABC News Radio. Peter Ryan, thanks for your time. That's the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan.